the Lowe's Fantasy Dudes Podcast with your hosts, Jonathan and Jake. All right, Jake and Jonathan back again at those Fantasy Dudes, uh, the new podcast where we're going to be talking about our Keeper Dynasty and Redraft Leagues on a weekly basis. Uh, Jake, welcome back. What's going on? What's up? You know, I had my first person uh, reach out to ask about fantasy advice. I plugged our podcast and we got a new subscriber. That's a start. One at a time, you know? That's right. We got to hold those subscribers close because, you know, that means a lot. I just do that 500,000 more times. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We want to have a personal connections with with every single one of you guys anyways yeah welcome back um you can check us out on instagram at those fantasy dudes facebook at those fantasy dudes uh, we just built a website those fantasy dudes podcast.com We're, we are gonna have a weekly mailbox sections on the show so you can send us start and sit questions trade questions honestly anything related to fantasy football uh you can use the contact contact page on the website or send us a message at those fantasy dudes at gmail.com um, we're also on a bunch of different podcast platforms, so check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Amazon Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, CastBox, Reason, and Anchor, which is our host platform. If you are starting a podcast, I'd highly recommend Anchor. Very, very useful. Very easy to use so far. Uh, yeah, Jake, why don't we just dive right into our Dynasty Draft? Oh, let's draft in our uh, Dynasty yeah. Draft. All Shall right. we? Uh, let's, why don't we go over your team first? Yeah, so... Um, I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty happy with my team. Um, I think I've got a good mix of uh, some pieces that are ready to develop, um, but I've got a really solid next like three to five years because um, I've got this. Is, yeah, that's I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with that. So this is my this is my starting lineup. Joe Burrow. Uh, I got him in the tenth round, and you know he might have blown out his entire knee and have a terrible offensive line this year. But they've shown that they want to build around him and they believe in him. They're bringing in dudes that he says, I want these guys on my team, Thaddeus Moss. And uh, he's got he's got T. Higgins. He's got um, and he's got Jamar Chase. And on the bright side, three fresh ligaments. That's you true. Know? You got to think yeah. about it that way. They're not aged ligaments that have you know gone through the ringer for the last, what, That's 23 true. years? These are brand new. Yeah, those are 24-year-old ligaments. Time to get those out yeah. of there. Got to get those yeah, out. Yeah, everybody should get new ligaments Get your, get your old ligaments out, put new ones in. That's what Joe Burrow is doing. And I <laughs> believe in new, li- new ligament Joe Burrow. So I was pretty happy <laughs> with that. For a tenth, I mean, for a 10th-round pick, the, the other people going around there do not have the upside that Joe Burrow does. He, you know... This time last year, people were talking about him as a top five dynasty option. So he's not, I mean, he's not the scramble guy. He's not Lamar Jackson. He's not, you know. No, this he's a point not, and shoot kind of guy. He can run a little bit, though. Yeah, no, he's mobile. He's mobile. He's, you know, he's somewhere in between a mobile quarterback and Tom Brady. You know, he's somewhere in between that. Um, as, you know, I think a lot of the newer NFL quarterbacks are. But. I'm not worried about it. I, I think they're, they clearly didn't address their O-line this year. So I guess all I can do is hope that they do in the future. And, you know, I still believe in the talent of Joe Burrow. I mean, he's, an, he's a national champion. You don't, you know. I think Joe Burrow's a great pick. I think in hindsight, uh, Chase was not the best pick on Cincinnati's part, especially. You're telling, with the, me, you're telling me not no. getting the generational offensive lineman in Sewell was a, 
was a bad idea. Yeah, I think that might have been a bad call. I think they were just trying to, you know, play nice with Joe Burrow and get him a weapon, but he already had weapons. Like Tyler Boyd and Higgins are great. He's got Joe Mixon. You know, they could have gotten like Corey Davis or something off waivers. They didn't need to spend that first, you know, first round pick on Jamar Chase, who hasn't played in two years. But, you know, I, it is what it is. I hope he pans out. I don't think he's going to be that useful for his value, at least this year. In terms of your pick, Joe Burrow, uh, I hope that pans out. Well, I don't hope. I hope it, I hope he sucks. But right. I think it is a pretty good pick for the value you got him at. Right, yeah. <laughs> Burrow, yeah, so. I mean, I hope every player you have sucks. But uh, I, yeah, I do I recognize value. Yeah. But, um, and then uh, my running backs are a little, were, I'll say were a little light. Um, because, yeah. uh, light of recent news, Travis Etienne is out for the season and I picked up James Robinson, um, in my draft. So I've got Jonathan Taylor and James Robinson, uh, a couple of younger guys, um, that I think are going to have huge seasons. And now, now you find out why my, my running backs are so, uh, so weak because I've got Calvin Ridley, Mike Evans, Brandon Ayuk. CD Lamb and Kenny Galladay as my starting five wide receivers. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. That's pretty nuts to have Kenny Galladay yeah. as I mean Kenny Galladay is who I consider my wide receiver five. I got him last. I got him in the sixth round. And I mean, come on. You know, those guys, every one of those guys has upside. Um I would say Kenny G's got the lowest upside and he even even he's still uh, you know probably going to be a wide receiver and you have too if he's consistent. Three really young guys who could very well be top 15 wide receivers this year i think i truly think cd lamb is going to i i think by by you know the next five to ten years we're going to be talking about cd lamb as a first ballot hall of famer i think he's got that level of talent um he's got that kind of swagger that's for damn sure have you seen hard knocks dude no, i haven't watched any hard knocks yet i haven't been i haven't that been home, smile so I haven't any. yeah dude, i did dude, I, did I, you I, see wait did you see during the draft when um he his girlfriend was like doing some like trying to look at his phone or something and he like snatches it out of her hand <laughs> well I, I mean i wouldn't be surprised if he has a few on the side he's cd lamb it was you dude, know? it was just I, pretty it was just pretty funny because it was like <laughs> wow all right like you're not even in the nfl yet and you're, you're already going through that but um so yeah i got all those guys my tight ends are weak um i thought they were great but uh adam troutman expected to be out one to three weeks um that's not great to start off well, the season he, uh, He's still going to go see a specialist, so it could get worse, is my, my assumption. Right, yeah. But either way, I mean, I'm not going to drop him. I still believe in him. I don't think they would have gotten rid of Cook. And I actually did drop him in my uh, my Yahoo Winners League because I had him as my one tight end, and I just I, I didn't see it worth taking up a roster spot. I ended up picking up Logan Thomas instead. So yeah, I, I don't think anyone's going to grab him anyway. I got Blake <laughs> Jarwin and uh, Gerald Everett as well. Both, both reasonably good solid yeah you know i mean the, here's the thing if you don't get a top option you don't go mid-round you don't you don't just take whatever is available that's how you end up with a terrible tight end that you paid too much for because there are people taking tight ends at the same time i took kenny galladay and you know what they got mike gesicki who you know i could eat my words this season and mike gesicki could be great but i don't think he's going to be you know equivalent to having kenny g that's all i'm saying also if you're an early people are taking kickers in the eighth round that's true uh you know i don't know about your leagues out there but we have a couple dumbasses in our league taking even backup kickers (laughs) um so uh, you know but But, with that being said i still wouldn't take noah fant or drew goddard in the seventh or eighth round i would i would go for kenny galladay 
So as far as the as far as what I'm looking at for the future on my team, I've got some guys that I'm pretty excited about. I've got Zach Wilson and I've got Elijah Moore, two guys I've believed in since before they were drafted. I liked both of them. Was excited to see where they went, and they went to the Jets. So that <laughs> wasn't. We knew Zach Wilson was going to the Jets at the very yeah, least. We didn't know Elijah Moore was going to the we Jets. We did know. Yeah, I mean, we had we had a good suspicion that it was going to be Zach Wilson. But I mean, for a while there, you didn't know who you didn't know who was who in that draft. I mean, you knew um, you knew who was going one one. You knew that obviously. But there, I mean, there was four or five other guys that were really solid that you didn't know. And I mean, Zach Wilson happened to show up right before the right before the season and um, people people loved him so yeah I'm excited about that possible stack because if they go that goes the way I think it's going I that could be enormously dominant they could be good they really could and three or four years from now dude with the Jets that division could be very very competitive I yeah. think with the bills with Josh Allen Gabe Davis and maybe once Stefan Diggs gets older but that's gonna be a very competitive team and then the Dolphins are pretty good. I, I hate that I'm not mentioning the Patriots here, but who knows? Maybe the Jets could uh, actually compete in three or four years. I hope I eat my words because fuck the Jets, but uh, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. Um, I Yeah, I mean, I, I think that they're going to be good. I believe in, I think Robert Saul is a, a great a great coach, and he's coming from a good system that has provided fantasy relevance before. Um, so I, I believe Jake in it. Jake loves the Jets. You heard it here. Uh, you know what? I'll say it. I'll say I love the Jets in a fantasy context. Gross. I love the Jets. Um, that's uh, I mean, that's pretty much the exciting pieces I've got on my team to talk about. I've got some pieces that, you know, I thought maybe backups that might be helpful. I think Samaj P. Ryan is going to be very helpful this year. He's the backup in Cincinnati. I got Alexander Madison. That was primarily to snipe him from Dane. Um, but yep, who is the Dalvin Cook owner of our league. Um, that's that's pretty much the guys I'm very excited. You got about. Trey Sermon in there. I think uh, Trey, yeah, Sermon, Trey Sermon, DJ yeah. Dallas, even some those good depth pieces. Yeah, I, you know, I think Trey Sermon's all those guys in San Francisco. Those guys could be gone next year. I believe uh, Raheem Mostert's on his last year, and um, Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson's, uh, I think, slated to be leaving. Knowing Kyle Shanahan, I mean, he's probably going to bring in three or four more guys to eat up uh, targets and carries, but. I do think Trey Sermon is going to be useful toward the end of the year because Mostert inevitably will get hurt. He's already hurt uh, right now. So, you know, I, it's a useful depth piece in, in terms of your team because you don't have a lot of uh, right. if sure things, running back depth. If things year. fall my way, I could have a great piece. So Exactly. Um, I was going for him, and I, didn't, I wasn't able to grab him. So I yeah. do think that's a great pick. Cool. Uh, I think we might as well. You want to dive into my team, Jake, or do you want to maybe leave the room for this one? Uh, no. Okay. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about my team. In the first round, I had the 10th overall pick. I wanted Zeke, and I was considering taking Justin Jefferson for the longest time. I think he didn't even go in the first round, from what I remember. I think I passed on him. Um, and ended up taking Aaron Jones, which, you know, I, I do like Aaron Jones quite a bit. I'm not, I don't love Aaron Jones, but I do think he's going to be pretty fantasy rele relevant for the next two years. I also got his backup, A.J. Dillon, which during the draft, I didn't even do that with the thought of taking a handcuff for Aaron Jones. I was just like, oh, I'll grab A.J. Dillon. Totally forgot I had Aaron Jones until a few days later. I was like, oh, yeah, that actually works out really good. I mean, I like Aaron Jones, Jake. I think he's I, pretty good. I'm, honestly, I, I'm, I'm big on Aaron Jones. Uh, he broke my heart and took uh, my first possible championship for me. 
but yeah, LB breaks her heart again this year, many um, times over. Yeah, well, actually, last year I traded for him, and he only won me one week, but it was a week that I really needed. So tumultuous relationship with him, tumultuous relationship with uh, Aaron Jones. But I believe in the thighs of AJ Dillon in the future. I think, I think what's going to happen is uh, Rodgers and Devontae Adams are going to be gone in the next two years, and that's really going to force Aaron Jones' hand because he's going to want to go somewhere get a bag before he retires and i mean he already kind of know if that's in the cards i don't know if it's in the cards for him to Uh, get another bag of money from another team malcolm brown is currently an operating running back i don't know if you knew that malcolm brown still plays football um i'm no i'm aware of that i just don't don't think he's gonna go get a three-year 65 million dollar deal yeah, I don't think he's. I mean, I don't think he's going to get another massive deal. But I'm still saying, I guarantee. Look at Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon's still getting money. He got like ten million dollars. That's I, that's what I think is going to happen because I think he's going to be like, well, I'm not going to like unless they pay him up. But why would they pay him up? Have you seen Kylan Hill? His like they've got they've got AJ Dillon waiting in the wings, and then they've got Kylan Hill, who's also fantastic behind him. So. Yeah, I, think I was Aaron really surprised Jones, he even stayed with the Packers. To be honest, I bet yeah. it was Aaron Rodgers. I think I think Aaron Jones sure is, that happened. is a great pick, especially if you get AJ Dillon, because I think you're locking down another RB one. I think AJ Dillon, as soon as he's given the work, is an RB one. If you look at last season, whenever he was given a big snap count, he he was really getting it. They did lose. I think their offensive line actually got slightly worse. They lost. I I don't remember his name, but he was one of, if not the best center in the league. Um, yeah, but know you know that might about. hurt him a little bit. But I, I think for the most part, the Packers are going to be Super Bowl contenders until Tom Brady inevitably beats them in the playoffs. My other running back, I got Najee Harris in the second round, which I absolutely love Najee Harris. I think he's going to be honestly insane going into the next couple of years in Pittsburgh. He's going to be a three down back. He can catch the ball. They've already been using him in the preseason quite a bit. Big Ben isn't as mobile as he used to be. He's going to give it to AJ or he's going to give it to Najee Harris. He's going to dump it off to him when the pocket collapses. Honestly, I, I think I was looking at Najee Harris as a guy that, yes, he's going to help me get through the next couple of years as a top-tier running back, but I think he could help me contend this year as well. I really do. I, I think want can... I want to hate that pick so bad. I just want to hate it. But it's it. a great pick. He was just, I, I hate it because he was never going to get to me. Uh, he was never yeah. like he was ne- Najee Harris was never going to make it back to me. I would have had to take him with my first overall, which or my my yeah. And I just I I couldn't. And almost all my mocks, I was taking Najee in the second round. I almost I love that them. pick. I I really that's it's tough to say anything bad about it. I mean he's he's expected to be dominant. Steelers will give their their running backs the work, and yeah, there's nothing he bad to say. He, he hasn't done anything to make you think otherwise, you know? I mean, he comes from a great offense. The only thing I hear is, Alabama. His, is his breakaway speed, and who cares? I, that's all I got to say is who cares, dude? I, there's plenty of really incredible running backs that weren't the fastest guy, but they were really physical, and they were they were good. And you know who's really physical and good? Najee Harris. He's 6'2", 230. That is Beefy. Yeah, he's a big guy. That's beefy. Those are my first two picks. I had the very tough decision. Uh, I, I basically, since it was a late third round pick, the 310, I was between grabbing a top tier wide receiver, a guy like David Montgomery, or Darren Waller or Kyle Pitts. I went with the dynasty approach. I took the risk. I grabbed Kyle Pitts, which maybe a little bit early, but I mean, 
he's a he was drafted in the first five picks of the NFL draft. It's the highest drafted tight end ever. I guess. I mean, yeah. I guess you you look at Gronk, Gron, even Gronk and Hernandez. They were values. I, I can't think of Tony Gonzalez was drafted that high. Hawkinson was drafted in the first ten picks. Yes. Uh, okay. I knew Hawkinson ago. was high. I knew and Evan Ingram was high as well. But yeah, Kyle Pitts by far. I think he was drafted fifth overall or sixth. I don't remember where the Falcons had it, but. It's actually crazy because you just don't. Uh, he he's just a talent, man. He's he really six is. Six foot six, two forty. That's just, he's, he's, he's going to be an insane target for Matt Ryan, who's going to throw the ball like five hundred times this season, bare minimum. It, it's going to be, it's going to be crazy. Yes, there's other people on that team that I mean, there really isn't though. There's Calvin Ridley and Russell Gage. Kyle Pitts is going to be the second target, if not the first, on that team over the next five years so i'm excited i don't expect him to be the best tight end this year the number one best tight end season of all time but i wouldn't be surprised if he had it i think i i, I really couldn't pass him up because it's a dynasty i agree in redraft that's what i'm telling people is look to draft kyle pitts what you have to say to me right now is i believe kyle pitts is going to have the best rookie season of a tight end of all time by a wide margin yeah. to make him worth his draft price that's that's what that's what you have to that's what you have to contest with that's what you have to oh, be yeah, able to absolutely. agree with to draft him in redraft or understand that you're going to not get the value that you could have gotten at a different position um, especially exactly. considering you can get Waller right where he is anywhere so and you know for a fact Waller is going to be the number one target on that team right now so big time yeah that that really was the dilemma that I had I, I really wasn't sure but I just think the hype of Kyle Pitts I've been hyping him up. For a long time now, I he was there. I had to take him, Kyle Pitts. But yeah, in terms of wide receivers, I got Chris Godwin in the fourth, and we got Chase Claypool as well, which Godwin's going to get a lot of targets this year. Yes, there's a lot of other people on that team that are going to take them, but if he's healthy, Tom Brady is going to target Chris Godwin all the time. You know, I, I, I really do think that he's going to be awesome again this year. Here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say about Chris Godwin. Typically, when there's three wide receivers... It's it's one person you want to start. That's the problem. And, and I mean, and that's your I, guy, Mike Evans. Yeah, I started Mike I Evans. It. But here's the thing: my my Mike Evans is a thousand yard every season um, since he's been in the NFL. So that's what I got him for. I got him for the floor, um, and that's all. This I'm is expecting. also full PPR, and right? Mike Evans, I, I is less of a volume guy. Like he's gonna get the big targets, the long targets. In the end zone targets, but Chris Godwin's going to get a lot of catches. Hey, who is um, throwing him the ball? Uh, Tom Brady. Is he a big he a big throwing guy? He likes to throw the football. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Mike Evans will be okay. <laughs> I, I think it, <laughs> I think they're both going to be fine. Yeah, I, really, I think I really. Fantasy, I mean, the only one you have to talk about is who's going to be the third guy. Somebody on that offense is going to going to have some games. Um, and who is it going to be? I think it's I think Antonio Brown's a great. A great pickup this year. Chris Godwin, Chase Claypool. We also got Darnell Mooney as a late round pick. You got who, his, oh man. I've gotten him in every draft so far. I'm still gonna try to get him in our redraft league, but I am so high on Darnell Mooney. I actually named my team after him, A Trip to the Mooney, which is a really old film, and we also talk about movies on my other podcast, those movie dudes. So I thought that'd be a, a cute little pun, don't you think, Jake? No. He's pissed because I have him. He likes the pun though. Yeah, I like it a lot. You like that's a great one. I it's thought really of it. Didn't pun. even Google it's, that. I was man, just like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, that's a really that's a really good point. It's also he's also incredible, dude. I mean, you're you're he's in a he's in an offense where they're, I think if they let um, Justin Fields sling it and play with Allen Robinson, I, I think Allen Robinson wants to stay. 
I think he's just so tired of having shitty quarterback play and didn't want to waste his entire life in Chicago. So I think if they let Justin Fields get out there and they actually make it fun for Allen Robinson again, he's going to stay there. So then you you tack you tack Darnell Mooney, who's a field stretcher, onto that team, and he's getting the second coverage because first coverage is on Allen Robinson. I just think it's 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 amazing. He could have a Justin, not a Justin Jefferson-like season, but in terms of the scenario that he's going to be going up against with Allen Robinson getting double coverage and stuff, because he's an insane PPR target, Allen Robinson. If he if they can't throw the ball to him because he's double covered, Mooney is going to get a shit ton of balls. That's what I'm saying, and he's the right kind of player to be that guy. He's yeah, you know, it's Allen Robinson is going to be getting double covered twenty yards down the field, and Darnell Mooney is going to be even farther past his guy with separation so i mean you can go watch highlights from last year all the time it's just overthrow overthrow underthrow you know just just out of reach just on you know it's it's give it a couple games and they're gonna put justin fields in the game i mean mean, the thing is andy maybe one or two weeks andy dalton's still not that bad like i mean andy dalton still provided huge fantasy relevance to aj green so i you know i think regardless he's fantastic i i really i am genuinely pissed that i don't have him on my team for (laughs) dynasty like redraft whatever whatever i can probably get him at at another point in one of my redraft leagues i'll 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 get to ride the mooney sometime but never know but uh yeah, I mean, it's, there's only two other picks that I'm actually really hyped about. I did actually get Antonio Brown as well uh, to have that Tom Brady. And I have Tom Brady. Got him late, uh, which I think will help me get through this season. But the real reason I wanted to get Tom Brady was to get me through the first couple weeks because I got Trey Lance in the eighth or ninth round. And I... Boo. That's kind of the... Yeah, I know. Jake's Another thing Jake's kind of pissed about, he stole him from me in the keeper draft, but I... I I think it's more important to have him in Dynasty. I, I genuinely think Trey Lance could be a fantasy juggernaut. So, man, yeah, you're going to be, you're gonna be so upset if he if he blows up and I win the the the, the keeper league. <laughs> yeah, I mean that it, it is what it is. I'm not. I can't I, predict. It's anything. gonna be hard to win both leagues in a given year, but yeah, I'm I'm pretty hyped on Trey Lance. Can't go wrong. I mean, maybe you can. He's a rookie. You don't know anything. He only played like 16 games in college. So. But I, you know, I, it's not even it's not necessarily a shot in the dark. But I, I think it's a shot worth taking because Tom Brady's going to get me through this year and probably next year as well. He's he's he doesn't age. He gets better. It's fucking insanity. So I, I got that stack with him and Chris Godwin, and I got Trey Lance, and even Cam Newton is my third quarterback on my on my roster. Who he might not even play this year. Yeah, <laughs> with the hype on Mac that Jones seems right like now. A, so I, Cam yeah, Newton we'll seems see. like a wasted pick, man. I gotta. I don't know. I could eat my words this season, but I don't see it being anything bigger. I I can't believe you're not talking about Devonta Smith. That the I'm about, slim I was Reaper, get to him. The Slim Reapers not yeah. it hasn't even gotten a mention yet. You mentioned Darnell. Hey, we got, that's because we got a lot of great players on my team, unlike yours. I think that's that, not true. Yeah. You go look at my team. You know it's good. You know my. I know it's good, good but I I think I have a lot of players that like we don't know yet. You know what I mean? Like the, a lot of players on your team, we know that they're already good. But with my team, it's like Kyle Pitts, Devonta Smith, Najee Harris, Trey Lance. Like it's a, it's a more exciting. I mean, even Chase Claypool. I mean, well, we know Chase Claypool is good, but we don't know if Chase Claypool will be. Man, I think he really could be insane. 
Um, I hope Devonta Smith and Jalen Hurts go off. I hope that I don't Jalen Hurts dude, I really actually don't. ends up being good. I don't believe in Jalen Hurts. I got to be honest. But we did like two months ago. What happened? I what just, did he do to prove I, us wrong? Nothing. I don't understand. He did nothing. That's the thing. He's done then what nothing. is the problem? I was taking him at all my mocks, and then all of a sudden, everybody's like, oh, Jalen. Hurts. He's done nothing notable. <laughs> that's what's. I mean, that's what's happened. I he's guess done, he's done nothing notable. In, he's done nothing where I'm where I'm interested. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. This he's season. probably on the worst team in. Well, I would say the Giants are probably the worst in the NFC East, but the Eagles are going to be bad. So that could mean good for Devonta Smith because he was shining in preseason. Well, that's, I mean, that's your, your team looks pretty solid. I'm pretty happy. I'd be pretty happy with that. I know. I know you are. Um, I'm very happy with it. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know. I did I, a lot of research. A lot yeah, of time. We've spent a lot draft, of time so. on these. That's, that's the thing. It, dude, some of these other teams in here. Yeah, actually I want to take a look at who we can make fun of here. Uh, I don't want to be I don't want to be too mean, but like some of these teams, I did not. You know, there's this saying where you say, "Well, they, you clearly didn't understand the assignment." Um, and <laughs> We're going back teams, to high school right there's now. There's a few teams like that where it's like, no, these teams are unbelievable right now. Um, but sure. Let me, let me read and off. And that's this a one. strategy to take. Me, I mean, yeah. that's why I we mean, have rookie is. drafts. You should be you sure. should, a two to three year window. But uh, some of these guys, I don't know. I I would say. Two to three game window, but Josh Allen, Mike Davis, Leonard Fournette, uh, Devontae Adams, Deontay Johnson, Travis Kelsey, Robbie Anderson, Mike uh, Marvin Jones, and Sanders, and then notable bench pieces: Devin Singletary, James Conner, Tyler Boyd, Tyler Boyd, Ramondre Stevens is a good pick, uh, Emmanuel Sanders this year, um, and that's about it. That's about it, yeah. But that's a that's a win now team. That's this year. I mean, he he could very well win this year. It's a win now team, but it's also it's and this is this isn't really a knock, but it's not like a flashy win now team. Yes, Devontae Adams, yes, Travis Kelsey, but Mike Davis, Leonard Fournette, Josh Allen are like the most boring win now players you could have on your team. You know what I mean? It's just yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> not that that, saying. that doesn't mean he's not going to win games. It's just uh, Mike Davis. Yeah, Mike, the Mike no, Davis thank you. pick, really. Yeah, that's... No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. No, I, mean, but I, I could see San... Uh, I'm sorry, Pats to the Moon being <laughs> ninth or 10th this year. Yeah. I, I don't see that that's going to pan out, but... I don't know. know. I, mean, I really I really see him as a, as a playoff team. I think, I think he's a playoff team, and then I think he's going to fall off really fast unless his, his draft pick somehow hit. You know who's got a nice win now team is uh, show me your TDs, um, Kwesi Vashon. He's got Dak Prescott, McCaffrey, Joe Mixon, Pittman, Keenan Allen, Kittle, Chase Edmonds. I you know, yeah. Here's the thing: considering health, I, I think hate that his could team. Be pretty good. I wouldn't. This is there's very few guys on here that I would draft. I know. But I, I would draft a lot of these guys. I would draft Henry Ruggs. I didn't. I don't like Keenan Allen. I like Michael Pittman. Hate Mixon. Uh, McCaffrey, obviously. Yeah, I mean, Kittle's, I like Mixon Kittle's personally. I, th- this year. I think I don't. I think you're gonna eat your words, and he's gonna get injured real fast. Well, but we can't factor that in. Yes, he probably will. You could say that about every player. McCaffrey, you could say that about. But and if he's healthy, Mixon is is gonna be awesome. You're right. No, I agree. It, that's that's the thing. You can't. I mean. Normally, you can't factor in injuries, but you can in Dynasty, really. I mean, you're always banking on one year in redraft, so you've got to kind of get rid of the injury scare. But in Dynasty, you have to. You can't. I don't want a guy that's been 
you know, really injured and is also going to be, you know, 26 here soon. And that's why, you know, I think moving on to possibly a little bit of advice and maybe an advice segment here, if you have a dynasty draft coming up, you know, balance is key. And I think that goes with a lot of life lessons, but especially in dynasty, you know, you want your team to win now, you want your team to win later. So, I mean, that's why I went with people like Aaron Jones and then, oh, I got Najee Harris in there as well, you know? Yeah. And Um, it's, um, you want, I mean, you want to understand the value of what you're getting. I, I didn't, I don't like Kenny Galladay, but I don't like Kenny Galladay for a fourth round pick. I love Kenny Galladay for a sixth round. Sure. That's exactly. great. Values I mean, he dropped, he dropped so much farther than he, he would have. I mean, if he was still with Matt, Matt Stafford, he would still be a, a pretty top option. There's a couple guys that I reached on because I genuinely believe in their talent and they've got almost a decade left in the league. Like Elijah Moore, I believe in his talent. And if it hits, I've got a really good wide receiver for a decade. And you didn't spend a lot either. Right. It's, it's I only, the, yeah, it's he the was value our... of players like that that have an undisclosed ceiling that uh, they could just completely go nuclear. It might take a few years, but you spent nothing on them. Right. So it's very much worth the pick. Speaking of advice, every Sunday during the season, you'll be able to find me live on our uh, Fantasy Dudes Instagram at those fantasy dudes doing starts of decisions. Uh, if you've got roster questions, if you're you're thinking, well, I want to make this this trade move, just stop in. I'm I'm more than happy to to give my opinion on it. And uh, if it's something that's you know really thought provoking, we might we might talk about it on the show here with John and uh, you know really get really do a little bit of a, a deep dive on it. So make sure you stop in. That's every Sunday morning before the games kick off. I'll be I'll be there answering start sit decisions and uh, hanging out. And if no one joins, I'll be there. I'll gladly join from work. You know, the dogs can wait. That's true. I shoot dogs for a living with a with a camera, uh, mm. to clarify. But yeah, important um, clarification. I'll join. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just I'll just talk shit about Jake's team. I'm not gonna ask any questions. I'm just gonna say Elijah Moore sucks. Well see, I don't uh, like that and I don't doesn't. think I don't I think you're allowed, him. but um Okay. Yeah. I mean I have the logins of the Instagram. I can just change the password and kick you off of my well, but I won't I wouldn't do that. That's ridiculous. Yeah, but if, if you're not able to join Jake, you can always send questions to uh those fantasy dudes at gmail.com or go on our website via our contact page and go ahead and send questions through there. We want to answer them on the show. Um once the season starts. That's gonna be uh quite fun. We really I, I mean that's that's really what this is. This is an extension of uh John and I talking about fantasy. Um really. That's that yes. we have these same conversations and we want to help you. People People will message both of us separately, family and friends, and ask for advice because we're, we're into it. And we want to extend that to other people. And hopefully people like it and they're interested. And uh, that's we want to help. So really reach out if you've got a question and uh, or just comment on one of our one of our posts where one of us yeah, is always please. down to respond and, uh, you know, give our thoughts. We're on Instagram the most at those movie dudes. So, uh, yeah, check us out on there. And please, those if, if you're on dudes, Facebook those and, movie and you... Did I say those movie dudes? You said those movie dudes. Yeah, I know it's just a a brain thing, but (laughs) you did say those movie dudes. Well, I mean, speaking of those movie dudes, that is my other podcast. Go ahead and check that out. We have new episodes, new release films on uh, Tuesdays and our other main show where we talk about two films that have something very similar about them, but maybe very different on the surface on Fridays. So go ahead and check that out at those movie dudes if you want. But this podcast is very important. Very important. Every single Wednesday, we will have a new episode. Next week, we're going to be talking about our Keeper League and potentially our Redraft League. So go ahead and join us for that next Wednesday. Is that it? We done? We out? Yeah, I think that's it. Thanks for tuning in to Those Fantasy Dudes Podcast. Make sure to tune in 
at those fancy dudes on Instagram.